0: It's May 28th. This is Pastor Keith Rankin from Marion Independent Baptist Church with today's Spiritual Lesson. The title today is Three Normal Days That We're Not, based out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. You know, one often hears it, our new normal. We understand that new normal isn't really normal at all. Perhaps abnormal. The term new normal first occurred in 2007 and 2008 in response to the financial crisis and the aftermath of a global recession. The Bible talks about three normal days that are not normal at all. Day number one was the Great Flood. Mentioned in Luke 17, 27, Jesus said that during that time they did eat and drink and married wives and were given in marriage until the day came that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Day number two, described as normal, was the, the destruction of Sodom as mentioned in Luke 17 verses 28 and 29. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Day three is a day that has not yet occurred but is yet to come. It is the rapture of the church. Luke 17:30. Even thus shall it be in the day when the son of man is revealed in other words Jesus was talking about sodom and he was talking about the great flood and he said as things went on as normal so will the day in which the church is raptured a normal day first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 1 it says but of the times and seasons brethren you have no need that i write unto you the rapture if you search it out in the Bible, you will find the word is not there. This does not mean that it's not the right word. The same can be said for other words in the Bible, such as Trinity, or other theological terms that are words that we have chosen to describe theological concepts. The word rapture in concept is seen in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17, where Paul says that believers snatched away. Or would be caught up from the earth and taken to meet the lord jesus christ in the air the idea is that the rapture is a quick event a sudden event god is in control of all future events and while we do not know when the rapture will take place we do know the times and seasons or do we should we be concerned when God has the date in His Divine Appointment Book. When this event happens, its future date is unknown, the Pulpit Commentary addresses what the Thessalonians knew about the times and the seasons. It says this, The question would naturally arise, when shall these things be? Luke 21 7 and it would appear that the Thessalonians expected an immediate advent. The Apostle represents their curiosity on this point by reminding them of the uncertainty of the time of the Lord's coming. But of the times and seasons, brethren, that is, of the time and the precise period of the Lord's event, times and seasons are elsewhere united together, such as Ecclesiastes 3 or Daniel chapter 2, verse 21, and Acts chapter 1, verse 7, But the word translated times denotes time absolutely without regard to circumstances and the word rendered seasons denotes a definite point of time not merely the day but the hour mark chapter 13 verse 32. it was not needful for the apostle to write unto them not because he regarded the information unprofitable or superfluous or because he knew it to be impossible but because he had already informed them when at Thessalonica that the time of the advent was beyond the sphere of his teaching. The apostle mentions this to repress that vain curiosity which is in natural man and which was the occasion of so much disorder among the Thessalonians. Our duty is not to pry into the times and seasons which the Father hath put into his own power. Acts chapter one verse seven, but to exercise constant watchfulness. Pulpic commentary. We know from Scripture, from the words of Christ, that but of the day and hour knoweth no man, no not the angels of heaven, but my Father only, Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. In other words, instead of a predicted day, every single day should be a day of expectation of Christ's return. It should be sufficient for us to identify the age that we live in and look up, as someone said, listen for the sound of the trumpet. Our resolve should be to live as if Christ is coming back today. Romans 13, 12. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Secondly, in our passage in Thessalonians, Paul reminded the Thessalonians that the Lord was coming as a thief in the night. There are three points here. First of all, the day was coming unexpectedly. First Thessalonians five two for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Unexpectedly, as a thief, the day will come with a quickness. It will happen so suddenly that people will not have time to react. This is Paul said in First Corinthians chapter fifteen verse fifty two, where he said that the rapture will happen in a moment in the twinkling of an eye point number three is the day will include a trumpet sound at the last trump for the trump shall sound the dead shall be raised incorruptible and shall be changed this is called the trump of god in first thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. there's only one rapture trumpet sounded In the Old Testament, trumpets were sounded, number one, to alert people, and number two, to get them moving. This is called the last trump, not because there were more than one trumpet sounded, but because the last trump signified movement. The church was going to be caught up, moved up to be with Christ. My third point here out of Thessalonians is that Paul reminded the Thessalonians in the day that Christ returned, people would be focused upon peace and safety. Now, we've already highlighted some of this, but let me continue. In each of the three days we have been dealing with, normal days became something else. Well, they became times of judgment. With the flood, God shut the door before the rain came. With Sodom, God suddenly sent hail and brimstone out of the sky. When the rapture comes, Paul talks about sudden destruction. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Why is the rapture tied to judgment? Because there will be no second chances for those that have already heard the gospel and did not receive it. The rapture, which is called the blessed hope of the Christian, utters in the tribulation period, a time when God judges the rest of the world. So the rapture isn't a good thing if you miss it. Paul says people will be thinking at that time, peace and safety. Life will be progressing as normal, something that those in the tribulation period will not have. And then a normal will change into the wrath of the Lamb. Paul reminds his unbelieving readers that sudden destruction happens at the rapture and that they shall not escape. How will this destruction come? Well, it starts the process. You see, people that are given a chance to believe now will not have a chance to believe after the rapture comes. In this way, the rapture is a destruction for them. Then the people shall be at the mercy of their own sinful pleasures and shall believe a lie. After addressing unbelievers, Paul then reassures believers, but ye, brethren, are not in darkness that the day should overtake you as a thief. Many people think that certain events have to take place before Christ comes back. In doing this, they carry on with their lives as if the rapture isn't going to happen. I haven't seen the moon turn to blood. I've got time. I haven't seen earthquakes in my area. I've got time. Things have not gotten that bad yet for me to believe but the rapture will come. Many people will die even this very day thinking that they have tomorrow to make up their minds. Then they have a heart attack or a traffic accident or some other life-stopping event. Then it's too late for their soul. Paul warns people today is the day of salvation. Don't put off salvation. Accepting Christ as one Savior is the only way to be saved from the wrath to come. Jesus is coming again. The rapture can be a thing of expectation for you, in which you can look forward to being with Christ and safe in his arms. Marvelous message we bring. Glorious carol we sing. Wonderful word of the King, Jesus is coming again. I hope that you're prepared. I hope that you accept Christ Jesus as your Savior. And if you have, the rapture is a thing of joy. It is your blessed hope. Look up, friend. Jesus might come today. This is Pastor Rankin from Marion Independent Baptist Church. Have a wonderful week.